Small businesses are the backbone of America, and they help keep the spirit of Texas alive. But did you know as many as 50% will close their doors forever after just five years? Well, we're here to change that. This is The Beef. We know how tough it is to be an entrepreneur today. We're giving small business owners a platform to share their story. You'll hear it all. The highs and the lows. The good and the bad. But most importantly, you'll learn. Welcome to The Beef. The Beef. Oh yeah, what's up everybody? It's your host, John Kelly, aka John the Marketer, back for another episode of the Beef Podcast. Joining me in the studio today, I have Misty and Peter with Spark Media. Misty, Peter, welcome to the show, y'all. So great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's a pleasure, as always. And of course, this is another special episode as we've been doing so much of over the past few weeks. This one's special because y'all are podcasters, and we're going to get into everything that y'all do, but y'all have a large group of podcasters, faith-based, you know, so doing it a little different than everybody in the podcasting world, you know, having that faith-based tag in there. So pretty cool. I can't wait to jump into that, but we always start out with an icebreaker question on our show. So I have to ask you, what wastes the most time in your day-to-day life? Ooh, social media. (laughs) It is a huge, I mean, anybody who, you know, is in that business, it is probably the biggest time sucker because they reward you for being on social media. And so that I think for me is huge. Yeah, that's a good question. Work probably is my biggest thing. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to occupy my entire day. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'm gonna have to put it there. It's so necessary. It is. Unfortunately, it is. But it is such a waste too. Because there's so much we'd rather be doing. Agreed. You know, I mean, like this doesn't feel like work. Not at all. It is. I'm clocked in. Y'all are technically clocked in because this is for your company, but you know, it doesn't feel like work. I'd rather be podcasting all day, spending time with my kids all day, you know, that kind of stuff than having to work, but we have to do it. So I get it. We do. But I'm right there with you, Misty. It's social media for me, particularly TikTok. I don't know about y'all, but I started out as like, I'm not going to even look at TikTok videos. Like it's not my thing, but there's some funny stuff on there. There's some really good comedians. There's some really good videos out there that I like. And I just waste a lot of time watching videos. And it's, I mean, same thing for reels or Facebook has the reels as well that's on there, YouTube shorts, like all of those things. It's just that short content for my short attention span and the short amount of time I have in between jobs. And the more we're on it, the shorter our yeah, attention it, spans I get, know, right? It just trains me in the wrong <laughs> direction. Trains you the wrong right. way, yeah. For so, sure. I mean, I think we should preface the show and say that a few weeks ago, we all attended this really cool conference in Dallas called Podcast Movement. That's how we met. We were just at one of the networking events there together and... I ran into Misty and we just started talking about stuff and hit it off and here we are. Now we're on the show. So I can't wait to jump into this and learn all about y'all, where you come from. So if you would just back it up for us and just tell us everything about your life before becoming an entrepreneur, where you came from, how you got to being an entrepreneur and what y'all do. Yeah, that's probably a very loaded question. Very. I'll go first. So I worked for a little company here in Houston called Enron. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I came home from Enron to homeschool our boys and to raise them. And 
that I had no desire to do anything else and thought, I'm just going to go from being a mom to being a grandma. And then, you know, all of a sudden I started writing and speaking and podcasting and I fell in love with podcasting because I'm like the coolest people you get to meet in podcasting. And so that's kind of my journey into it. I think we've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And especially um, with our kids growing up, we encourage them to have their own businesses. And uh, Peter's always had a, an entrepreneurial spirit as well. I've been consulting for you know about 20 years, so technology consulting, security consulting, cybersecurity. And this journey really for this was for Misty, as she said, to do something, right? So for me, it's been you know, supplying the needs for the house, keep it funded, keep the show running. Uh, and then, which we appreciate <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and kind of just kind of come alongside her, especially when our kids got older and started, our oldest moved out and our youngest is, you know, he's, he's in his twenties. So we're done with the schooling for that. Give her something cool to do. And she's really good with people. And this was just kind of a passion and a thing that, that God called her out on. And it's been an incredible journey. So I'm really new. I've been behind the mic. I'm the producer. I'm the, you know, and we just started a podcast together. So I'm new in that respect, but, but have always been, you know, doing this together since we started. I mean, I don't think I could ever convince my wife to come in and do anything with podcasting. This is not her <laughs> bag. She's uh, not the one that wants to be in front of the camera. But I'm guessing since, you know, you've always been behind it, this is probably a little fresh and, and new still for you too then. Some of it, yeah. I mean, we have, I do like guest appearances on TV for talking about cybersecurity oh, and okay. technology. So... So you're an old pro. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. But uh, TV is very different. And I like the intimacy of podcasting and then podcast videos. It's a little, it's different, right? It's a, I still think it's funny that people want to watch a video of people talking. I, I, I still, I'm still, <laughs> I would never think that ever, right? but it's a huge thing, right? And uh, I mean, Joe Rogan kind of flipped that on its head. And so, it, but it's really fun. And it's a really great way to reach people in a much more intimate way than just, you know, blasting. Blogs can't compete, right? Like it's not a thing. Right. I like hearing someone, it's the voice that's just an intimate thing. It's very personal, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's weird because I connect with that that you don't understand of, I just like behind the scenes, you know? And I think it's because in high school, I came from the tech side myself. So in high school, producing the shows and stuff for theater, as well as acting in it, I liked both roles, whether it was setting up and running lights or actually being on stage under the lights. Both of them were awesome for me. So I like to see the behind the scenes stuff. Like I love Joe Rogan's podcast, but if I'm not watching it, then I'm not listening to it. I'm not an audio podcast guy in that respect. Now, when it comes to other, you know, awesome business podcasts that I listen to, like Business Wars, I love that podcast and I will. I'll just throw it on Alexa and then walk around my house, clean, take a shower, take a nap, whatever I need to do and just wake up right in the middle of that episode and, you know, start listening again. I like to watch. I don't know. I like to see the people around the table just kind of BSing and stuff. And we we started videoing these for that reason of like, you know what, we could probably reach a whole nother audience of people that want to see the show as well. Well, and so. everything I think with podcasting is going to be video. It's everything's video forward. All of the the platforms that we mentioned, you know, Instagram's now a video first platform. And so if we're not doing video, we're, right. we're losing a huge percentage of the market. We're telling so many people about that. And I don't think people see it yet because they just don't register it, but absolutely. And, you know, one thing that I learned, even though knowing that obviously YouTube is huge, has been since it launched, but you don't even have to have an actual video for YouTube. You could just have a graphic or a motion graphic and people will still listen to the show as long as it's on YouTube. But I think you nailed it when you said 
I like what you said, the behind the scenes. Uh, so cool. That's kind of what it feels like, right? Because everyone likes to watch bloopers or cuts or how the making of or how it was done. Yep. And so you're essentially just providing them with the, this is like how it's made. That's a great, that's a really, I'd heard it quite couched that way and I like that. That's yeah. Good. No, it's for me, it's just, that's what it is. Like Rod Ryan show. I love listening to the Rod Ryan show in the morning, 94.5 The Buzz here in Houston. And they will live stream some of the games that they play and stuff and I'll tune in. Because I'm like, I like seeing the board and I like seeing all the different (laughs) controls. And that's great. I mean, we come from a music background too, of, you know, like having live sound for bands and speeches, whatever it's going to be, running an event services company where you're playing music for DJs, getting up there for a wedding, that kind of stuff. And so I'm a soundboard junkie and I like equipment. I'm a tech junkie. Yeah, too. I'm with you on that one. Y'all could probably spend all day talking about yeah, that. I think so, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. three hours into the podcast. Like, anyway, who is Spark <laughs> Media? Like, what do y'all do? <laughs> yeah. So tell us about the company then and, and what all it encompasses and what y'all do. Well, I'll start with first I wrote a book and then I knew that I needed an audience for that book. So a podcast is a great way to market the book. So I started my podcast. And then once you write a book, everybody wants to know, what's your next book? And so I started working on my next book. And he came to me and just saw the frustration I had. My agent wanted me to make a lot of changes. It was a very personal part of my story and really difficult for me. And I came really frustrated. And he goes, why are you taking the focus away from your podcast? He said, people are listening to you from all around the world. Why would you do that? He said, I think you're just flattered. You have an agent. And I went, (laughs) I think he's right. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, as a person of faith, I I prayed and I heard God say podcast conference when I said, where does my gifting and my calling line up in this next season? And I realized no one was serving Christian podcasters or faith-based podcasters. There's a big world of podcasters, but no one was focusing on that niche. And I had a lot of author speaker friends and um, so I just, I'm a, I like to party and like gather all my friends and let's have a party. We'll put people on stage. We'll, and we hosted the first event three weeks before COVID locked us all down. And so <sighs> I think we launched probably 2030 podcast out of that one event, but people went into the pandemic really prepared to use the skill of podcasting. And then since then we started a community and brought a lot of other podcasters on the journey, but the conference was really kind of the thing that we're probably best known for in our space. And then from there, we started adding all these other different things. Like I would pray and say, how do I solve this problem? How do I solve this problem? And you know, the problems in podcasting are discoverability, monetization, like how do we get listeners? How do we monetize? So some of the other things that we've done have come from that. And what's hard is the answer to that is to just keep doing what you're doing. Right. You know, of course, there's changes that everybody can probably make. You know, I mean, that's one that we discussed a couple of episodes ago is the name of our podcast. Like, We love it. We're in love with the name and the branding and everything. But we realized that, hey, maybe we need to change the name. But had we not gone through the episodes, met with the people and talked to listeners and talked to our guests and everything else, we wouldn't figure that out. If we just said, why aren't we getting a whole lot, which we are, I mean, you know, more than anybody, if you're getting 1100 downloads a month, you're getting, you know, 200 downloads per episode 
typically, that's pretty good in the podcasting the average, world. Yeah, the average podcaster, I think, gets about 150. Exactly. Yeah. So so you're like, you're, you're top 50 percentile there if you're doing at least that. So I think we get down on ourselves as podcasters. It's easy to do because I get so buried in the analytics. And Andrew can tell you, I I had so many hours that I wasted just pouring over what makes a podcast good. And it's like, if you enjoy doing it, then it's good. Keep doing it. That's right. Because that's what I teach my people all the time. It takes consistency. You just have to show up every week. You have to promote it. People don't like to self-promote, but you've got to tell people about it or they won't come listen. And so, but a part of it is too, a lot of shows will launch and they'll do it like for eight episodes or 10 episodes and then those shows are gone. Or maybe even there's so many podcasts that have a episode because they're like, wait a minute, this is hard work. (laughs) And um, so there might be over 4 million podcasts out there, but really of active people who are, you know, putting the reps in, doing the thing, there are not that many much. And then you break that down into a faith-based space. It's even a lot smaller. Yeah. I think the numbers, so that analytics is a rabbit hole, dude. That it's really, it's really tough because there's not even an agreement across the industry on what constitutes a listen versus a download versus partial stream. Like that's such a mess, right? And that makes it really difficult to say, how am I doing? Because everything is always measured. How many page visits to my website? I can tell how I'm doing. You know, of the the numbers she quoted, four million, they estimate maybe eight hundred thousand podcasts are actually full time really podcasting, and of that eight hundred thousand, most of those don't have more than ten or twenty episodes. So when you look at the core number, it could be a hundred thousand really solid podcasts. That's a small space if you play this right. Like you can you can really get noticed, and you know you. It's a tricky thing. I'm, I'm sorry you're having to go through that. It's, it's, <laughs> we've gone through it too. This is not fun, you know, man. It's not we're, fun. We're coming up on the year mark. And shoot, I think this is episode 48, 49, something like that, that we're recording right now. And so I think I've finally gotten past just always worrying about it, but it's something that'll always be in the back of my mind. Like I've got to increase those numbers. And so it's not really from a vanity perspective either, because really what this is about is getting small businesses in here and getting the word about those companies out. So we want the reach so that we have more people listening and more exposure for our guests. You know, that's, oh, no, you, that's you where it comes right. from. Our country runs on small business. Like you you Absolutely. hear names of big organizations, right? That's not the makeup of this country, right? It's right. not. It's it's small business. Giving them a voice is a tremendous thing to do. So it's really cool that you'll I was that. even just talking to somebody the other day because, you know, we don't think of a franchise as a small business quite often. I mean, I do, but a lot of people may not. And even if you're a franchisee of McDonald's, for instance, McDonald's may be a large corporation, but I would bet, and I mean, I don't know this, so don't quote me on this, but I'm, it's something I'm going to look up. I would bet the majority or at least half has to come from franchises that have been created. And that's what they do is manage different McDonald's, different, you know, Papa John's, different, whatever it may be where they've got this food industry of franchisees that are managing that. So it's a small business. You know, I worked for Domino's Pizza for I think a year, year and a half, something like that. But I didn't work for Domino's Pizza. I worked for Mac Pizza Management. And that was a company in College Station where I went for training and everything else. They were just based on that corporate model of Domino's. So I still see, I think small business is a lot larger than a lot of people think. I would agree. So I know y'all have a magazine and you do some training classes. So tell us everything you have to offer within, you know, and who is your ideal client? Like who would you be looking for to come through the doors and kind of start 
being in your circle or your ecosystem, as Andrew likes to say. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Our ecosystem is really Christians and people of faith. I'm a Bible study author, so people that love the Bible, and that could be anywhere from people that just love the Lord that do health and fitness. So I've got a wide variety of shows that we work with on our network. So we went from the conference to a training community because I knew that I had just taught all these people how to podcast. And then it was going to be all the questions like, my I sound terrible behind the mic, or how do I edit this? Or how do I do this? And so we started the training community with the videos that we recorded from the conference. And then I started talking to amazing people in the industry doing really cool things. And then I'd put those training in the library, but then I started just gathering people. And that's really where it started. And then from there, we saw these problems like, how do we grow? How can we cross promote? So we started the network, then we launched the magazine. And I have a lot of authors in my community as well. And so giving them a place to write. So when they go to do their book proposal, they can say I'm published in the Spark Media magazine. And then also just like saying that they're part of our network. And I think collectively, we have over 2 million downloads um, with the podcasters that I'm working with, and it just grows every day. And so that's really cool to be a part of something that's much bigger than you are. And people really, they really like that. And then that helps. We just started selling ads for our magazine and for the network. And so with the network, all of the podcasters make a little bit of money, you know, enough to buy the cool new gadget that they want or to pay for the services because for an independent podcaster who really a lot of mine start off as more of a ministry that they're just doing it more hobby oriented and then they really get into it. And then I start recommending all these expensive things for them to buy. And so then they're like, wait a minute, I need to make some money doing this. So that's a lot of what we focused on. Yeah, and well, you didn't talk about partnerships, right? So that's a huge chunk. So Misty's a super connector, like making, you know, like, but we're here now, right? This is kind of right. part of what she does. And uh, it's magic. It's, it, is, it, it, is her, it is her magic. It like, is. She if really, there's one it, thing, it, that's my superpower. I mean, she's yeah. legit good at this. Oh, and I've done that icebreaker question before, but that would have been a good one then. Super. I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. it's just funny. No, Actually, no. Andrew and I were on an episode ourselves, and that was our question was, what would your superpower be? I like it. That's a, Yeah, that's a good icebreaker. But so, and I'll let you tell about it, but I mean, that all of those things are a great reason to come work with us and come get help and grow and, and you know, avoid the mistakes we made. Like, we've made enough of them that we can tell you, hey, man, <laughs> don't go that way. Like, if this is a dangerous swamp, I'm going to tell you where to step. Like, let me help you right. out with that. But I think the, probably one of the biggest enablers for our people are the partnerships that Misty has generated and the outcomes from that, which... Yeah. So I'll give you an example. When, you know, we hosted our first Spark Conference at a hotel right here down 249 and we maxed it out and it was like standing room only. And I had sold tickets to the next event because a guy I was working with was like, you got to capture the excitement, which was awesome until the whole world was shut down. So I didn't have a date or a venue and I had sold a bunch of tickets. And so then it was like, now what? So the first thing I did was I partnered with Chris Kremitzos, who 
runs PodFest, a lot of in, you know, independent creators. And he said, will you run the faith con for me? And I said, absolutely. And we set a Guinness Book of World Records for the largest online podcast conference. So cool, right? I mean, that That's was fun. Yeah. And so from there, we did our own. But then I threw a series of relationships with like Pray.com and other places where we were getting our podcasts on very specific apps that where their audience would be. They introduced me to the National Religious Broadcasting who had just moved their conference and had all this space. You know, they've got, I think, a 10-year plus contract with Marriott. So they've locked it in very good price and all of that, but they have to fill their space. And so this was in 2021. We They gave us space. Well, they didn't give it to us, but they sublet space. So for me being, you know, someone just stepping into an entrepreneurial zone, I didn't have to have the umbrella of a huge hotel and and all the costs that go along with that in the pandemic, right? So that was a huge door opener. And then from there, I met a lot more people. So we started working with Edify and started getting people like Samaritan's Purse and Compassion International and other organizations that want to get in front of our people. So bringing that to the network, which is the people that are part of our group are part of our network, but these are the value adds they get that they wouldn't get if they weren't here, right? That's It's a really, even down to now streaming, we have shows that stream on radio, right? So we have a select group of, people, of podcasters who have their shows streamed three times a day, every day of the week or three times every day of the Monday week? Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. 17 shows. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So they're now on stream radio and these partnerships just keep growing and that really keeps people like, okay, I... I'm only getting this relationship through the community like I need to be right. a part of this. So, yeah. So it's kind of like a chamber of commerce slash education center for faith-based podcasting. Yeah. And, and you've got multiple clients, right? Because I'm assuming you've got something to allure you know, listeners, the people that are going to just start listening to the shows that you have to offer within this network. Right. And then everything else for podcasters. I mean, it sounds like if you're a faith-based podcaster, it's a good spot to to stop in and see what y'all have to offer. So how do I find you? Where do I go? What's the best way to just kind of get into that system? Yeah. So you can see everything we do at sparkmedia.ventures. You can download a free copy of our digital magazine and we've got our conference and our network and we've got a really informational blog too that we do for our people to really help them. But then join the community because that's really where it's at. That's where, I mean, he said that the magic is in the partnerships, but it's also the community. You know, I do masterminds with them twice a month and we just talk about all the things and we support one another another. So had one today, we've got one girl who's coming out with a new book, another person who's launching a course, another person whose husband's a professional baseball coach. And so she just started a brand new podcast for baseball wives. And so we're helping her launch her show and everybody kind of helps everybody. So it's that good cross promotion that happens. That's killer. Well, I mean, I got questions back here. Hey, is that throw okay? on the mic. Hop on the podcast, <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Andrew. What up? It's Andrew hanging out in yeah. the room for the first time Come ever on. in history of ever. So faith-based, you know, there's there's faith-based podcasts and there's, I guess, religious podcasts. Would you guys call yourselves a faith-based network or a religious network? I mean, could anyone who has a faith-based mindset join what the movement that you guys have going on? Or does it have to be specific, specifically related to like some specific religion or church or that like that's a kind of a 
funny yeah. line, right? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I'll tell you what I want to be made known for. What I want to support are people with a biblical worldview. So that narrows it down. I don't care what denomination you are, just that you believe in the Bible and that you want to support the Bible. And so it's not every faith. And, you know, people that are deconstructing their faith probably are not the right fit for our network, but people that love Jesus, really. That's, that's awesome. And yeah. what is y'all's kind of what is y'all's goal for the I just like visited your website, it plays music. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't play automatically. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have goals? Like what are y'all's kind of like upcoming goals for the conference itself? Do y'all have more planned? Is there because I think that sounds really fun and exciting. Yeah, I can't. I'm not at liberty to say, but since I've been <laughs> since I've been home, I've had a couple of meetings with people, and we're hoping to get details soon. So I think we're planning to have a really big event in 2023, Ooh, nice. like blowing it out. And yeah, more to come. More to come. Yeah. That's really exciting. More to come. Now, obviously, a lot of our listeners, you know. They may or may not be the type of people that would start a podcast, but they're certainly the type of people that like to support the people that we have on the show. So how can our listeners support you, even if the community might not be the best for them? Maybe they're not thinking about starting a podcast. Maybe they're not a faith-based show, but maybe they still think that what you're doing is cool. How can they support your community, the the shows that you guys are creating, the shows that you guys are supporting? Yeah. I mean, they can go to the network page on our website and there they can listen to podcasts. So we, I mean, we have some that are, like I said, like maybe you're interested in healthy mind, healthy body, some of those kind of things. Uh, we have those on there. So that they can tag along with our journey on social media. So I'm kind of everywhere as Misty Phillip. You can find me everywhere and just love to help people in the journey. I mean, we don't turn people away like to our conferences if they don't believe the way we do. I just want them to know that we're going to start in prayer. We're going to worship. And that's just the component. They're welcome, For sure. but, but probably for our network that's we really want to put out biblical content yeah for sure so i'd say that people are out there that might be looking for a new podcast to you know consume or to oh, binge yeah. y'all's network probably has a variety of different yeah, topics it's, it's varied. yeah yes. you know beyond just like a church podcast like there are probably you know family and life you know like wellness and fitness it's and not like, 48 sermons it's not it's not just a bunch of preachers talking no it's not exactly that way i mean is. there's things for raising your kids and really yeah we have some podcaster has a kids cartoon show really informative that she's yeah, she in has an group. animated television series yeah. and a podcast and and then mental health has been a really big struggle for a lot of people and so we've got some podcasts that speak you know specifically to anxiety and all kinds of things. It's it's yeah. really like a lot of different flavors. That's been a hot topic on the beef here over the past few episodes has been mental health. You know, we've had nonprofits that are on that are just trying to help in the mental health game for veterans, some that are veterans and first responders. We've, we've had a documentary on they're filming a documentary and trying to show what it's like to be an EMS and, you know, a lot of stuff. I think COVID hit a lot of people really hard on the mental health side Absolutely, and made us all realize two things. First of all, that everybody can podcast. And second, that we all yeah. need to take a look at our <laughs> mental health. Because, yeah. Take a break. Yeah. Those things are so important. 
I think podcasting for us was really great because not only were we podcasting all throughout the pandemic, but we were also helping other people to get their voice and their message out. And, you know, we had homeschooled our kids. So for us, it was like business as usual. <laughs> we were, I was like, how do these people have all this time <laughs> to like clean yeah, out no. their closet? Yeah. Like who has yeah. time to do that? Cause we were just busy working all many the way through it. Many loaves of bread it. were made. Many, many loaves yeah. of bread. But in terms of our mental health, like we kind of are, we just kept doing what we normally do. We already operated that And way. I think yeah. for a lot of people, it was a huge shock and a lot of right. fear. So, hey, so I was about to say, what I was going to say was <laughs> we should have introduced Andrew on the show as a co-host today because, no, I mean, he's my partner in crime. I love having him on. And honestly, the faith-based stuff is so up his alley because he used to own Faith Recording Studio here in yeah. Tomball. I had um, no idea. So yeah. he has so many connections. And this is like, I'm a Christian, so I'm not saying, oh, faith is not for me. I'm just saying <laughs> this is his bag, man. Yeah. He is all about this kind of stuff, has so many connections. So please, Andrew, yes. feel free. So my first business was Faith Recording Studios. And that was kind of like what I was kind of alluding at with some of my questions around like what kind of content the network has. Because I think a lot of times people hear the word faith. And at first, if you're not in that community, if you're not a part of that circle, it's like a little intimidating. It's kind of like going to a CrossFit gym for the first time. It's like, oh, I have to be buff, right? It's like, oh, I have to go to church, <laughs> right? Right. And so I remember whenever I used to tell people my recording studio was called Faith Recording Studios, they'd be like, oh, so like I have to be like a church-based musician or a Christian musician. And it was like, no, like we live a faith-based lifestyle. And like, that's the you know, like that's what we are speaking and communicating. And, and we got to reach a lot of people in a lot of different, you know, music genres, but our focus was certainly in our faith-based circle. So it's really nice to know that you guys are producing content that I think really would appeal to a variety of different people, no matter what their walk of life, walk of faith, no matter the last time they went to church. Absolutely. You know, like, cause I think that was another thing that like code made it easy to skip church and like live stream church. Yes. So I think you've got like some like, you know, fence kickers or whatever they want to call it, like that are like on the little, you know, maybe they've not been back to church yet. And so they feel a little bad, a little conviction. And so I think it's important to kind of just communicate the fact you guys have creators in your community that have really topics that should appeal to most people. Absolutely. And podcasting became the new pulpit when people couldn't go to church, they could still listen to a podcast. And, you know, there are people that are unable, that are disabled, or for whatever reason, that that's difficult. So yeah, you, you don't have to be a Jesus freak like me, but you can be if you want. Um, but we would, yeah. And, and it's a way for us to reach people too, that maybe would never step foot in a church. That's right. And and so that's a, a great evangelistic tool we have as well. That's awesome. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things about podcasting in general is that it kind of y'all talked to it about it when we all when y'all first walked in is like it's such an intimate experience like you get to be a fly on the wall to a conversation like that behind the scenes mentality and i think that that like feels way more inclusive than the traditional church approach you know i grew up in church i was a worship leader i lived that lifestyle and it feels like it was kind of like a one to many approach versus like this one to one yeah. kind of more intimate experience where like the conversation doesn't have to just be me on the receiving end of this message where I'm convicted and it's like what did I do wrong this week and I've got to repent it's like no like I want to partake in this conversation like I want to be a part of a community I want to be a part of something larger than myself and that's what makes podcasting so special to me is that we reach people from a variety of different places who all bring their like set of ideas and, you know, just their mindsets. And I think that that's so important for us to be open to that. And so it's, it's great to see folks like you guys who are out there, I guess, empowering people to create content that hopefully is going to deliver good in the world. 
in, in some form or fashion. Absolutely. A lot of the people that we work with, you know, they've been through some difficulty, tragedy, they've had major grief or loss or something that is like the catalyst that they've been through that thing. And now they want to help people that are going through that same thing. And I think that's huge because we all feel very alone when we go through struggles. Um, but to know that there's other people who've been there and they've gotten to the other side is huge. Yeah. And podcasting, like everyone has a voice, right? Like it's so easy. A lot of times we get like this imposter syndrome around creating content. I'm sure you guys experience this with y'all's community of creators where it's like, well, no one's listening or yep. does anyone really actually want to hear what I have to say or whatever. But it's like each one of us appeals to a different audience, right? There's going to be people right now that are listening to our podcast and they're going to tune out when they hear my voice because it's nasally. It sounds like a little girl and they're not going to want to listen. Okay. They love John's deep baritone voice. All right. But then there's another group of people that are going to be like, oh my gosh, like he brings a different, you know, take or a different set of, you know, thoughts. And so I think that it's important for our audience as well as the people that you're working with to just know that like everyone has a voice. Someone is out there that's going to like truly relate and resonate with the message that you have, which goes back to like kind of the start of this conversation. Like do the numbers always matter, right? Like, yes, analytics are important. Yes, we want a bigger reach. Yes, we want to grow, but we also want to make an impact. And I think that that's what it always, I mean, that's one of the big topics of one of our last episodes was making an impact. Well, those numbers, hold on one second. Those numbers (laughs) represent people. And so that's what I always say. I said, how many times do you get in a room in front of, maybe you only have 50 listeners, but how often do you get up in front of a a room of 50 people and speak or a hundred or a thousand? And so to know that those numbers are people, I think that that's really important. Sorry. No, no, no. That's good. You stole what I was going to say, but <laughs> stole uh, his thunder. I know. It's like if you have five listeners, right? You don't know how important what you do is to one of those five people exactly. or those five. And this could be something they look for all the time, and they're waiting for it, and they're anticipate, and they love it, right? And it speaks to them, or it ministers to them, or it makes them feel better, or whatever it is that they get out of it. You don't know how important that is. So if you create a show for one person every time you're going to meet the needs of many, many people, but act like it's that one important person all the time. Right. And sales, we look at it and we say, you know, if I only reached 20 people to, you know, this week, if I only got in front of 20 businesses, but I sold one website, that was a successful week. In faith, we may look at it and say, if only 50 people are listening to my podcast every episode or every week, if you release weekly, you know, that's so low. But it's like if one person was saved, how worth it is that? Yeah, it's the world. Or if you've got that faith, family, and lifestyle podcast, and there's one struggling mom or struggling dad who says, I feel like I'm not enough. And they're one of 20 people who listen to your episode. But at the end of that episode, they say, you know what? I'm enough. That's right. You helped one person. That's enough. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how many listeners you have as long as you're making an impact. And that's what it sounds like y'all do is you have such a variety where everybody can say, hey, I go to church every Sunday and this sermon-based podcast fits my bag. But it also may be like one of our podcasts that we have where it's like, you know, hey, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I may go to church every Sunday. I may not. But this is just someone else who's like me that maybe as dysfunctional as I am trying to make it through life and just telling you how her and her husband do it. And that resonates with me. You know, it's just, there's something for everybody there. Yeah. I think that's what we do on our podcast. We just recently launched. It's very vulnerable and we're just open about our life. And we have 
we are far from perfect. There was only one sure. perfect being ever. And, you know, we all miss the mark. And so, but to be able to come to the mic with your story, whatever that is, and to share it with other people, it there's power in story and there's power to affect lives. For sure. Well, I mean, let's go. This has been such a great episode. So I have to thank y'all. And, and I'm not cutting you short. If y'all got something else you want to say and a message you want to get out there, but I feel like we hit so many topics. And I got to thank my surprise co host, Andrew, for being on this because we always tease that we're like a dynamic duo. When it comes to sales, it's like, he's like, I want to sit in the office and send you out to handle sales and that's it. But he's like, we work so much better together, you know? And it's the same thing with this podcast. Like, it's nice to have him on every now and then because. So many other questions open up from what he's gone through and what y'all have gone through and resonate. And I think that we we pulled out a lot on this episode. Yeah, so this has been I, fun. Yeah, it's been yeah, great. I can't thank y'all enough for coming Absolutely. in. And hopefully, I mean, I'm definitely going to listen to your podcast. Hopefully our listeners find your network and and go see everything that you have to offer. Start listening to it. Maybe some people want to sign up to be a, a guest on some of your podcasts that y'all have in your network. Absolutely. And I certainly would love to attend some of those myself. And I've got some crazy stories about my life. So <laughs> I think I could fit right in and make some of your listeners feel <laughs> right at home because I'm the That'd same way as you. I'm not perfect. I may be a little less perfect. You know, I cuss, I drink, I, I like to go out and, you know, have fun with my friends, but I also love Jesus. So it's, it's a little different, you know, right? No, Versus it's what my path is and someone else's path. We are, we're all on a journey. Absolutely. Well, that's all I got. So listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Beef Podcast. Every single Thursday, we release a new episode anywhere you get your podcast. We are supporting small businesses. We are supporting media networks, podcasters. We're supporting everybody in this venture because everything is entrepreneurship if you look at it the right way. So thank you for tuning in every single Thursday for another episode. Anywhere that you get your podcast, please go to their pages, like their stuff, watch their videos, listen to their podcast episodes, give them those download numbers, make them feel a little bit better. But that's it for us. And as always, stay beefy, my friends. You've been listening to The Beef. Thanks for listening. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information that you can use. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, follow us on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. Would you like your business featured on The Beef? Know a business that should be featured? Visit beefymarketing.com slash the beef. Remember, branding is about a connection with you and your people. Till next time, thanks for listening to The Beef.